welcome to Cutting Fruit, a podcast on mental health, motherhood, and life. Welcome back to the Cutting Fruit Pod. Hey, hey. We are going to be answering some questions from our previous episodes about PPA and PPD. So we can just go ahead and go straight into um, some of these questions that we had. Someone asked, is it possible to have horrible PPD three days before their first birthday and then have it go away? Um, <laughs> that's an interesting one. And I like, let's let's put a disclaimer out there first of all that we're not professionals in any way this shouldn't be like you know this is this is just me talking this is um, this is our life experience we're just yeah, sharing yeah. so so <laughs> don't like you know it's not gonna be me saying oh yes it's ppd or oh no it's not ppd or whatever um take it with a grain of salt basically um but yeah, as as far as whether that's PPD or not, I, I feel like that's probably more just like maybe morning, like the first, the ending of that first full year. And there's like a lot of emotions um, mm-hmm. surrounding like a first birthday, right? And I don't know yeah. if this person's first birthday was, or the, the kid's first birthday was um, like the first child or something, because that's like even more loaded, right? Yeah. Um, Cause like, I remember like when we were talking about Jace's first birthday, right. You were like, um, getting all the feels then too. Right. Oh my gosh. I was getting all the feels. And I think that's probably such a great way to describe it is there is like this morning period because I don't know, it's, there's just, I know we've mentioned this (laughs) and like how like dismal it sounds, but how like true. And there's like some beauty in it, but truly like once you become, a mom you're just constantly cycling through just these stages of like it does kind of feel like grief like you're always you're always transitioning or changing into something like a new version of yourself as your child is growing into new versions of themselves too Mm -hmm. so I think for me that's what it was it was like this realization that like my baby wasn't like little baby baby anymore yeah he was getting into that like toddler stage and then for me it was like oh my gosh I'm not like, does that, I know I'm still a new mom, but I'm not really a new mom. And like, oh my goodness, I've survived like one year of this whole motherhood journey and all yeah. of, you know, the ups and downs of that. Um, and so I, I was feeling like, yeah, I was feeling like some sadness Yeah, for like that. There was like a door closing. Of course, another one was opening, but I think it is very, it's so valid to have strong emotions I guess is a good yeah. way to put it to have very yeah. strong emotions surrounding any transitional period of your child's life and your life because your lives are connected so yeah for sure yeah and that first birthday is it's a it's a momentous thing you know and I I feel like I've joked around before with other people that like you know, the first birthday is, isn't even really for the child, right? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's like, Kai is not going to remember anything from his first birthday. It's really more for like, for me and for Ryan and for our family. It's all just kind of like celebrating, just getting to this, getting through this whole first, first year, which for a lot of parents, I feel like is, is a really hard year. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a lot of adjustment and a lot of, um, just so many changes for for you for your spouse for your all your all your relationships yeah so essentially yeah we're not we're not diagnosing what you have felt but yes to what you felt (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) we can't put a name to it but a hundred percent valid feeling (laughs) totally yeah um I think you know I think this second question really goes along with that especially if we're talking about like getting through that first year but mm-hmm. it, the second question from one of our listeners and thank you to the friends who put in these questions these are actually really thoughtful and really great yeah um, is how did you and your partner navigate the ebbs and flows of PPA slash PPD and that is a really good um and definitely um I think for you, CK, there was, there's a lot more of that sort of ebb and flow as, um, for, for me, you know, it was kind of just all downhill for a while <laughs> and then it eventually started getting better, you know? 
Um, mm-hmm. So it was, I guess, less of an ebb and flow for me. But, you know, Ryan, I think like we touched on in the PPD episode, super understanding. He's, And I think, you know, some of that probably is because he's, like trained to do that in his profession <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah he he would like check in on me a lot he would always you know try and make sure that I was I was surviving <laughs> right and yeah I think that was a lot of what what got me through it when I was going through you know all of that downhill <laughs> um but what about you for like ebbs and flows and and just how you know how things are going for you now and how they were for you before. What, what, how, yeah. what did you and Kevin do? So um, I'm going to actually, I'm going to, I'm going to couple my answer with like the when and how did you know you had PPA? Mm-hmm. There's a second mm-hmm. question where it's like, I've struggled with anxiety and I don't know the difference uh-huh. um, because I've also struggled with anxiety before um, or like definitely not like diagnosed anxiety, but very strong, anxious um moments of life where I definitely was like anxiety was like super prevalent for my like experience for like months or maybe like a whole like maybe a year um and so I think um for for my experience especially since it like it took a while to realize what was going on and so I think one of the biggest flows in terms of like both how both Kevin and I was before I was diagnosed was like realizing that I wasn't just being negative yeah and I think that was that was the first big like that was the first hurdle for the two of us to navigate together Mm. um because I think on on Kevin's side from what I remember it was just like he couldn't understand why I was so negative Ah, uh, I see. Mm-hmm. Like, why, you know, why is everything making so, making you so angry? Like, why are you so negative right now? Usually, I'm more of like an optimistic person. Um, right. Kevin is an incredibly optimistic person. Oh, totally. Um, we're both very realistic, but we're very like, on we like lean on the optimistic side, and Kevin yeah. very much glass is like is half full, right? Glasses, glasses half full, and then also Kevin's like, if it's something that's gonna drag me down, I don't have the time of day for it, right? Sort of thing, um, you know. And so that was like the first, like our first hurdle was realizing like this was something, this is something more than just me like complaining or me being pissy. Um, (laughs) There's like actually some, something isn't tracking right. And so that was the first hurdle. And then also trying to figure out what that would look like. Mm -hmm. And then the next, and then it got better after that, the next um, big hurdle um I think like past like past like the anger and all of that stuff that I talked about in the other episode what I didn't mention um was going back to work so then that was the next Mm, kind of mm -hmm. hurdle um and by then we you know we both knew that I had been struggling with um, postpartum anxiety and it was pretty much like under it was under control by then, um, but it definitely surged back with that new transition of going back to work. Mm-hmm. And I think what was helping me then, at least from, uh, you know, from navigating it with Kevin was that um, he was more attuned to it and he understood what was going on. And so if he would see me like kind of off kilter, he'd actually stop and be like, hey, like, what do you need? Or like, what's, you know, what's going on? And like, I'd actually be reminded. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Like, I'd be reminded to like, check in with myself and with my feelings because too often, like, I would just kind of just like, I don't know, um, just like bullet train through things. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, you know, like head down, like I need to get this stuff done and blah, blah, blah. Like that's my default. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. very much a rage cleaner, which I'm really working on. <laughs> <laughs> and so like, so, you know, slowing down and like checking in with myself, he used, he got really good at, at reminding me to do that and like mm-hmm. noticing if I needed to do that because right. too often I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, in terms of like the postpartum anxiety now, um, I think what's what's kind of like what's 
left of it, I guess, for me is just like these really random, like, like waking up, like really bad Sunday scaries mm. that have gotten better and better, like, at, or like, not better, better. Yeah, I guess better and better, like not as strong Sunday scaries, yeah. but um, sometimes I'll get those where um, before it was really bad, where I would really feel like super anxious or super irritable on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um and so I've been working on cushioning my Sundays and yeah. like either like I'll go, we'll like, I won't cook dinner on Sundays. We'll go out to eat. Like I'll give myself something to look forward to. I actually tried going out rock climbing last Sunday, a couple Sundays ago before bed. And mm. that was actually really good. Um, and so working out some of that nervous energy physically yeah. was super helpful and then I forgot to stretch and I was like super sore oh, the no. next day. I was like, why, why, why hurt? And yeah. it was because I forgot because I didn't know the gym closed early on the weekends. I thought ah. I had from I thought I had from eight till nine. Or no, I thought I had from nine to ten. And so I got there and I, I got there like eight fifty. And I walk in and like the people like working the front, they're like, oh, uh, hey, like kind of awkward. And I was like, <laughs> uh, hey. And they're like, you know, we close in like five minutes, right? And I was like, oh, you do? Oh, no. and like, yeah. They're like, but I mean, like, you can come in if you want, if you want to climb something for like five minutes. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do it. And so I like challenged myself. This is really dumb. I challenged myself to climb five, five climbs in yeah. five minutes. And of oh, course, it was, all the, it was all the easy ones, right? So like, yeah. you know, so I was able to just like flash all of them, just like do them like the first time. Yeah. But still, it was five climbs in five minutes, and I didn't yeah. stretch because that I only had five condensed. minutes. So I didn't stretch <laughs> before or after. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, mentally, though, I felt great. Yeah. Emotionally, <laughs> wonderful. Physically, <laughs> that's so good. Your body was like, what are you doing? She's in her 30s. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that's really been that's really been like the the ebb the ebb and flow of PBA has been that has been like just watching you know like watching those transitions. I know like yeah. you mentioned like the birthday, so like things like those changes and just being a little more gentle to myself yeah. and also remembering to communicate more. Um, right. Yeah, I was gonna those. say that like it, it sounds to me like a lot of what you and Kevin did was first of all you had right yes and then. Mm-hmm. And then just had to really communicate your needs and sort of sort of be in tune to each other's needs, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it goes both ways too. Like I'm yeah, I'm trying to learn also to be to be gentler with him too, especially mm-hmm. since so much of my PPA was showing up as as rage. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, just learning to be kinder. And then also too, like like the ADHD on top of that, there's so much emotional dysregulation that comes with having with with having ADHD where mm. it's just like okay like I just really there's just like an inner gremlin inside of me that just needs to chill so much <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of that learning for myself um so yeah definitely getting back into climbing for sure helped because there is like that nervous pent-up energy mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of something very similar across the board for anxiety is that nervous kind of pent-up energy needs somewhere to go and yeah it doesn't so find have an to outlet right an outlet yes any outlet that works for you to get that out is gonna be just so helpful yeah yeah, yeah. that's really great that's um I think that's really good advice you know to find find something that that um kind of releases all that that built up tension that, mm-hmm. that's a result from experiencing PPA and stuff yeah I think that that's important for I feel like you know even people that aren't experiencing PPA to sort of have something that that's um you know maybe a little bit more distant from like the everyday life to kind of to get you out to get you to reset a little bit I think that's that's important for all of us Hmm. Yeah, and I think for for like that second half of the other question, with like not mm-hmm. knowing the difference between like just feeling anxious, mm-hmm. like because everyone feels anxious, like it's yeah. over certain things and at some points, but 
like the feeling anxious versus like actual PPA, it was the disruption to my life. And I think that's like a similar, a similar clue in for PPD also, like, is it the baby blues or is there like PPD? And it's, it's, um, yeah, like how disruptive is it to your life and how uh, to your life? And like, you know, that includes like your relationships that includes mm-hmm. like your your physical well-being because after a while it does like affect your physical well-being because you kind of right. just stop taking care of yourself the yeah. right way or you're not sleeping well and that you know there's a physical like red flag there um and so i think that was the clue in for me was was how disruptive it became to my day-to-day life yeah um and then to my like my physical well-being, like how disruptive it was to that too. And then I think there's duration was the other one. Right. And from what I remember, at least from therapy um, and reading about it was like, if it extends for longer than, I remember you mentioned it too, for longer than like the two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Postpartum or two to three weeks. Yeah. Then there's like an issue there. Or if like it resurfaces anywhere in within that first year too. Right. Yeah. If if it doesn't seem to be going away or lessening or getting easier, because really, you know, within that first year, um, you know, at the beginning, it's it's so hard because it's such a huge change, especially mm-hmm. when it's your first one. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's I feel like I'm pretty sure that's where a lot of those, you know, two weeks of baby blues kind of comes from, because, yes, the hormones leveling so, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The change and the exhaustion. Right. But at some point, you really are supposed to kind of find this new normal. Yes. And if it doesn't really feel like a new normal, then maybe that's something worth checking into. Ooh, yeah. Right? Because I that was something I remember asking myself um, or, you know, going on to some of those other um, – like, I don't know if you know the the What to Expect app has, like, those, like, November babies and the, the you know, has, like, those chats and whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember looking up a lot of, like, when are you supposed to feel like things are normal again? <laughs> when are you feeling like that, you know, you kind of, like, adjusted? Because I was, like, three months in or maybe not three months. I, I think the first time I looked was, like, three weeks in or something. And then I would, like, continually check every once in a while because – it never really felt like it was um, like I was adjusting, you know, and that mm-hmm. it felt like, okay, this is, this is just life now, you know, um, without having to tell myself like, okay, you just have to get over it. You just have to yeah. get through it, you know? And cause like, cause now, you know, wake up, you go and get Kai and it, you know, get him breakfast and all of that all of it's normal now, you know, it's just part of the day to day. It's part of the routine. You know, now when I'm planning my day, it always includes Kai instead of like, oh yeah, I have to, <laughs> yeah, I have, I have this tiny baby that I have to take into consideration. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yeah, if it, if it doesn't start feeling like, like just life, mm, yes, yes, then, um, maybe that's a good time to maybe reach out to a provider. That, that is such a great, that is good. That is like, yeah, you know, it was just, that's that, at least for me, that's, that's how it kind of, that was the big difference from then to now, you know, not just feeling, just not feeling stressed about every single day, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, I do notice a difference for myself too, where like it it really did start feeling like, oh, this this is doable. Like this is this is, you know, my mind isn't constantly racing to like the worst case scenario twenty four seven. Yeah. Like I can just like, oh, like my there's I'm finally gaining some sort of like mental peace around this. And it really did feel like a new normal once that adjustment was made. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, oh no. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the time. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, it's probably my biology class where you talk about like, um, eustress and distress, right? Yeah, Different kinds yeah. of stress. And you know, there's, there's a, you, you want eustress, right? It's good stress. But mm-hmm. if, there's two, if everything is all just distress, then, then there's something, some, something needs to, 
something needs to shift there. Yeah. You know, and I think that's kind of where you were at, where everything was just stressful and everything was distressing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I was laughing so hard because I remember the, when I, when I finally like, like shared, like the first time, like I shared it to you and you were like, that's not normal. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, that's not. (laughs) Yeah. It's not normal to like think about how, how your baby is going to (laughs) die. Yeah. All the time. I know. I know. Well, it was because I was thinking, I was, I was thinking how I was going to die all the time. Or yeah. How how you were gonna die yeah yeah that's right oh my gosh yeah that's why I didn't catch it because I, I they always be like are you worried about whether or not yeah. you're taking care good care of your baby I was like are you kidding me only I can take good care yeah. of my baby now I'm right. just like oh yeah go to grandma for the night this is great <laughs> <laughs> see you later <laughs> <laughs> so definitely like I mean the fact that the fact that he's you know, I've been able to enjoy like, you know, a night, a night out away from baby. It's just mm-hmm. for me, just like wild. Like I couldn't have even fathomed, you know, being able to do that when I, when I had postpartum anxiety. Right. Yeah. Thank goodness. Get oh, to yeah. that point. Cause, oh yeah. Cause you know, as, as much as we love our children, like you need a break sometimes and it's, it's good to get out and, and have a little breather, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me see. So the last question. So actually, yeah, that's a good transition into this last one, which is um, like, how do we um, support um, these moms with postpartum anxiety or postpartum depression? Um, mm-hmm. What's what's the best way to support it? Um, and so for me, uh, you know, I was also asked or, or, you know, other people that I had told about my experience with PPD um, often asked me or said, well, I wish you had said something or you should have told me and I would have, you know, and it's, it's stuff like that. And the hard thing is that, you know, I didn't really want that, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't want to um, be the one telling anybody, I guess. Um, or, and even if somebody asked me, you know, oh, how are you doing? You know, default answer. It was always just, oh yeah, we're, we're fine. We're tired, but we're doing okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so how would, how would somebody support me for something like that? I, you know, kind of been thinking about that because, um, you know, I have, um, friends and that are, you know, currently with newborns or, or have relatively newborns. And, um, you know, I've been thinking about what I would have wanted at that point in my life. Right. Um, and honestly, it's more just, uh, knowing that you have support, like I would want somebody to, um, not just reach out once, but maybe reach out again and make sure that things are doing okay. And, and, um, to maybe let me know that it's okay if things are not okay. Mm. Um, because then I almost feel like if, if sort of those doors are open, then I might've been a lot more likely to have actually said something and be like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, been crying a lot. (laughs) I don't know if that's normal. You know, I, yeah, I, I just feel like I didn't have, um, any of those doorways open for any of that. And so I kind of, I, I, that's sort of what I would say, you know, for if you guys have, if you have friends um, and you maybe think they're going through it or you don't know, but you want to be supportive, just check up on your friends. Um, Let them know that you're really there for them. And it's not just like, Oh, how are you? You know, because that's, you're, you're not gonna <laughs> at least for me if you ask me that in, in that kind of a tone I'm not gonna give you like the real honest answer it's gonna be just like oh yeah we're good you know the 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 answer that you tell um like your your Trader Joe's cashiers <laughs> oh my gosh yes you know they, they ask you oh how are you doing I'm like oh great you know that's that's the answer for me um so 
you know, you could be like, oh, how are you? And, you, you know, they might say, oh, yeah, I'm okay. And they'd be like, okay, good. You know, because if you, maybe if, uh, if you ever want to talk, you let me know, you know, mm-hmm. just something mm-hmm. like that. Open the doors to, to uh, uh, any emotion, any. Yeah. And like a real conversation, yes. you know. And I think personally, that's that might have helped me at the time, you know. Who knows Uh. now? Because, like I said, I'm much better now. But, um, yeah, I've I've thought about it a bit because I definitely had people saying, "How are you?" and I definitely did not tell them the truth. So, yeah. That reminds me, um, I've been, I've been listening to the audiobook Toxic Positivity by, mm. Whit- it's Whitney, I think it's Whitney Goodman, but mm-hmm. she, essentially she explains how, like what toxic positivity is, how it's mm-hmm. been keeping so many just like systems of, just like different systems of like, and just like oppression, but also like, you know, like. Uh, just getting in the way of building like really authentic relationships yeah and how toxic positivity like gets in the way of that Um, and she does include pregnancy and like parenthood in there because so often like we feel like we need to display this like super mom Mm -hmm. like facade yeah (laughs) for the rest of the world when it's just like honestly like this is really freaking hard and it's you know like not everyone's gonna be doing the same like straight out of straight out of the straight out of the hospital like I don't know um but she does mention that like where um like how to respond when you know someone is experiencing like hardships in parenthood or in pregnancy Mm -hmm. and that was one of the things is just like letting people know that you are there for like to hear you know to hear them express any emotion yeah that it you know it doesn't have to be like this positive optimistic experience that they you know feel obligated to share with you because if they don't then you're gonna think they're a bad parent like right you know so that's such a great that's such a good tip yeah, absolutely. That that sounds that's like right on the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, I think for me, what was really helpful was people helping, at least for like that time being. But like, whenever friends or family would help get me out of my own head, mm-hmm. and that really was just like by hanging out, um, or just like spending time with me out of the house. Yeah. Um, like those sort of things, like when friends would like FaceTime, like I know like when you would FaceTime, that was always like really nice. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, we'd, Kevin and I would go out for coffee and we just like hang out at the coffee shop. Just yeah. things like like little things like that where I think so much of um, battling like anxiety is like feeling like trapped inside your own head mm-hmm. and trapped inside like that spiral of negative thoughts of like worst case scenarios and it really is like you're really just like stuck in your mind right um and so whenever whenever friends would come by and like hang out just like that opportunity to just like chat with somebody and just like talk about something else yeah um and like kind of just like that distraction even though it wasn't you know it wasn't like that opportunity yet to really express what I was feeling like you know, internally, right. it was still like a breather yeah. from like the hellhole of my mind. <laughs> and so that was always really nice. Um, yeah. So I think, I don't know, honestly, maybe just like that combination of like <laughs> knowing that those, and that was the other thing too, was like those friends that were checking in on me were the ones that I like did feel safe to express things with. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just didn't exactly know what was going on or have like the words to explain what was going on yet. Right. Um, but I, you know, I, it was nice to just like hang out and to kind of just like be myself again. Yeah. For a little instead of like being like a scared mom. Right. Um, so that was helpful. Um, and I think I, and the other one I was that I did mention in like the episode was, was helping, um, lighten like the mental load yeah 
And so like things little, like truly like little things like dropping off, like dropping off coffee or like coming by with like food, like snacks, Uh like it's like those small things where I didn't have to think about it. Yeah. Um, And like one of my, uh, one of my friends, shout out to Ashley. Like she was just like, you know, just like, it was like the most, like the some of the most random like random drop-offs she'd be like oh like it's my like my 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 mom has like leftovers from my brother's graduation party like you want some we'll drop it off mm-hmm. and it was just like that but then I was just like oh cool like I don't have to like think about what we're making for dinner tonight like right we've got some like yummy like yummy party leftovers and yeah. it, it was like that simple but that made such a huge difference because in my brain that was like one less thought to ruminate over yeah um so yeah, so things like that were like super huge. Yeah. It's funny, wow. it really is like the small things. Yeah. That and, make know, such it, a big difference. It really it feels like it's a lot of it is just you want these people that you care about to know that you that you're gonna be there for them pretty mm-hmm. much. Emotionally, mm-hmm. be there for them physically. And you know, sometimes it's it's the company that they need, sometimes it's you know, they need to talk, and sometimes it, you know, it's just to get out, but to really, you know, th- I guess there's a fine line, right? Where you you do want to let, you know, new parents, um, you know, be, you, you want to let them enjoy their time that they've got together and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Um, but also you want to let them know that you care about them. And if they need you, you're going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that that would make a huge difference if if you know if somebody were to tell me that very sincerely like you you let me know whatever you need if you want me to hold your baby if you want me to bring you food if you want me to um or if you just need somebody to talk to or if yeah you know if you just want me to come and then you know if you want to hang on to your baby that's fine and we'll just chat you know whatever it is um to kind of have that open communication with with um, like we've always talked about your village, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that goes a, a really long way in helping somebody that's going through PPA or PPD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really think, I really think like what you mentioned is truly like, that's like probably like the first and strongest step into like really sharing, like showing somebody that you can be part of their village mm-hmm. is them knowing they can be like, that they don't have to be super mom around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because then that opens the, you know, that opens the door then for them being, you know, more willing to ask for help or to share with you, like if they're not doing okay, or if they would like your company. Yeah. Um, that is like, that is a huge thing to like, when you know that you have people that you can just be yourself around mm-hmm. and, and it could be like, and it doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to be like this perfect version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't have to put up the facade of like, yeah. oh, everything's amazing. You know, you yeah. can like, you can really say what's happening. Like I'm, you could say I'm just, today sucked. <laughs> this exactly. is why it sucked. You know, it doesn't uh-huh. mean I love my baby any less, but today sucked. You know, have, having somebody to be, to, to tell that to, and to know that you're not going to be judged for it, you know. Mm-hmm. that would really take a, a, a load off, you know? Yeah. And, and they're not going to try to, and they're not going to try to spin it either. Cause I think that was yeah. the other thing, at least like, at least for sure from what I've experienced. And then what, when, from the book that I like the audiobook I've been listening mm-hmm. to is like, if you, if you like complain to someone and they can just hold it and be like, Oh yeah. Like I see it. Yeah. As opposed to like, Oh, but like, aren't you so lucky? Your kid is so okay. Like, you know, yes. like, instantly trying to like, because they're uncomfortable with your discomfort like right like, no like yeah, you yeah. don't like you don't even have to do anything they're just someone's just trying to be honest with you and you have to be like oh yeah for sure like that does sound like it sucks yeah like, you don't have to solve it you don't have to like come to the rescue you don't have to spin yeah. it and make it like you know flip yeah. it and reverse it like it's just be like oh yeah like you like, said just totally. hold it with you and just be like yeah i i get it i it's hard i'm yeah. you know yeah like oof no kidding like wow like <laughs> yeah <laughs> just totally. about i think it's just yeah to feel validated and like affirmed yes. in what in how you're feeling 
is like such a huge thing as a new mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I, you know, I, I think that would have been, um, well, definitely think that would have been helpful, you know, to just have somebody, you know, I, I think I pretty much only expressed, you know, any of those discomforts and things to Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor guy was on the brunt of absolutely everything for me. <laughs> um, I, but I think too, then that, but you know, that's also like a huge thing for, for, for partners. Like if, yeah. you know, if you're the partner of like a new parent, like a new mom, especially, and like you're, you deserve to have someone in your corner also that yeah you can you know because you're also experiencing you may not you may not be experiencing the hormonal changes that we go through but you're definitely <laughs> you know like you're still you're still experiencing a lot of changes a lot of exhaustion mm-hmm. um it's and, still a complete upheaval of your entire life before yeah you know? exactly I'm always like telling Kevin like who's your dad friend like we know he has Ryan but like <laughs> Like locally, I'm like, you have a dead friend locally? Like, who are you going to hang out with? Who are you going to hang out with? Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to, shout out to the dads and the co-parent, the other, other parent in the picture. Partner mm-hmm. parent. Partner parent. Yeah. Like partner parents. There shout out go. to the partner parents because, yeah, y'all like, they, they also need to have someone that, that can talk to them too. Also too, like, I remember seeing that there was like a statistic where if, if like, if like the like birthing parent has PPD or PPA, like the partner parents, like potential of also experiencing like anxiety and depression goes up too, like mm. in tandem. Yeah, so, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's like a contact high, but with, <laughs> but with anxiety and depression. <laughs> it's it's like. It, it's like it, it's it's a sympathetic pregnancy but postpartum yes that's what it is sympathetic postpartum disorder <laughs> oh, no. we're just we're we're not trained for this but we're gonna make up our own terms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah huge um props to both kevin and ryan you know i want to make yeah. them like I make them like little trophies. No, seriously. <laughs> I feel like they deserve it. <laughs> uh, do something nice for mm-hmm. Father's Day this for year. For Father's Day, exactly. Speaking of Mother's Day plans, what is, I want to know, like, I want to close this episode out with like our ideal Mother's Day. And I'm just like, what do you want to do? What are you doing tomorrow? Honestly, so the things that make me happiest as a mom are, are, kind of just the simplest things where it's me and it's Ryan and it's Kai, you know, mm-hmm. and we're all doing something together and Kai is happy and Ryan's having a good time with him. And I just, I like, I feel my heart gets so full and I'm just like so happy. And I'm like, I, it doesn't matter where we are in the world. As long as I have these two, like everything is right in the world. And that's honestly, we don't have like set plans. Um, Cause we kind of did like a mother's day little, little thing today. Um, where we went to a little shop, little, um, Oh my gosh. Yes. Mochi um, kids. Yes. We Can you please tell me about that? Because I'm oh like, so dang cute. <laughs> Shout out to Mochi kids. Be on our podcast, please. Like, <laughs> yes. <sponsor us. laughs> it's like the yeah. cutest shop. Oh my gosh. So yeah, we love Mochi kids. I buy so many things from Mochi kids. Every time anybody has like an event or has, I need to get presents or Christmas or whatever I'm always going to mochi kids but um so they had just like a little um like party thing going on today with a book author and they were just like oh yeah first first 30 guests that come get a cool swag bag and so um Ryan Kai and I after swim class we went and got a smoothie across the street and then we walked across the mochi kids and we took a cute picture, Kai decorated it with stickers, and it was just, like, the cutest thing ever. And so that was kind of, like, our our Mother's Day thing today. And so we don't have, like, a whole lot planned for tomorrow. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, as long as the three of us are doing something where we're all together and happy and having a good time, 
that's all I want. You know, I, I don't have anything specific exactly. You know, maybe we'll go to the zoo. <clears throat> maybe we'll go to the aquarium. Maybe we'll go to the museum. You know, I think everything's open tomorrow. So um, we'll figure it out. But it'll be the three of us. And I'm and that's good enough for me. That is so cute. Yeah. As cheesy as that is. I, I mean, was going to say, I was like, this is so warm and fuzzy. I, I know. I know. And and <laughs> it's crazy to think that I've gotten to that oh point. God. Um, but I'm honestly like, <laughs> I have moments where I just like, you know, we'll be in the car and Kai's like happy in the back and, and Ryan's listening to music or something next to me. And he's while we're in the car and I'm just like, you know, this is, this is all I need. And that's, it, it is it is crazy to me that I've gotten to this point because of how terribly I felt like <laughs> a year and three months ago. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, <laughs> enough of my warm fuzzies. What are you doing? Doing anything fun for Mother's Day? Um, I think so. So dang, me and my Leoness, like I'm here for a cute aesthetic. So yeah. <laughs> I think um so Kevin Kevin's gigging tomorrow at a Sunday church and so they they actually we he did it for Father's Day last year um and Jason and I came out mm-hmm. and it was actually it was a cute time like we just like we just hung out it's like in it's like in this cute part of like the city so we just like Jason and I just like wandered around we're definitely like we are like that mom and son duo at the coffee shop yeah 100% is our vibe Aww. and so yeah so we're just gonna do that tomorrow so Kevin's gonna go out for his gig and then my mom I think my mom's coming with us which I'm kind of excited for because oh, that's gonna be nice yeah because she's been such a huge part of like helping of of being one of like Jace's like caretakers for yeah. sure like one of his primary caretakers this past year um totally and uh yeah, so she's going to come through. We're going to drive out. So we're going to follow Kevin up there and just, like, hang out in the area for the day. I think we're going to grab brunch. I don't know. Um, I know that the church that he's going to gig at has, like, they're going to do, like, free coffee for moms. So Aww. get some free coffee and flowers. I might might wear matching outfits with my son. I oh. might take the next step because I totally have a matching outfit that I bought from Target. So we're going to oh. do it so cute (laughs) i'm kind of excited because um it was it it's like this like little like cute onesie thing that Uh jace has and he wore he wore that dang outfit we did like a family photo shoot when he was like five months old and it's he he wore it for that photo shoot but it's an 18 month size And he had to wear it at his five-month-old photo shoot because he was so fat. (laughs) And nothing else fit him for like three months. (laughs) He was wearing size 12 because he was fat. Everything was like way too long on him. But nothing would button unless it was size 12 months. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you can wear it now and it'll fit you. Yeah. So, So I think that's. It really is like I just I just like hanging out like yeah I just really enjoy hanging out with like hanging out with my kid yeah um, I yeah mean, that's really what it comes down to for me too you know I just enjoy my family <laughs> yeah yeah re- that's really you know like it's just so fun like to hang out like we that's what, all we did today was like hang out like we went yeah. and ran errands. We saw. Oh, we we went to we went to the free zoo, aka PetSmart. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is like Kai's favorite place. There's so many like animals there. The <clears throat> the cats, the birds. There's there's fish. There's mm-hmm. like guinea pigs and yeah, the yeah, lizards. I, yes, I get it. <laughs> Kai and Jay's could probably spend like the whole day there. Oh, it's gonna be great. Like that's totally we know where to take them. <laughs> <laughs> when, when they're hanging out and we need to like get them to wander around for an, an hour it's yeah just, we're just gonna go to PetSmart <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's that's it just super chill 
I think that's pretty much all we've got for today. Unless you have yeah. any other wrecks on anything that you've been enjoying lately or. Um, honestly, my wreck is probably the book I mentioned. So Toxic mm-hmm. Positivity by Whit. I think it's Whitney. Whitney Goodman. Yeah. Whitney Goodman. It's a good one. That's it's a good. Um... It's actually it's really good. And it's like a I feel like it's a pretty quick read. Um, yeah. Like she has it. She has it kind of sectioned out where like if you want to just bounce through it depending on what specific experience that you're like looking for guidance on mm-hmm. and she has it like built out that way with the chapters yeah and then at the end of each chapter are like just some like kind of just like questions for like self-reflection that I found really helpful mm-hmm. um even just like as a teacher like I was just like oh wow like this is really helpful for like the ways that I want to like interact with my students too yeah because these poor babies like Man, it's a struggle out there. It's hard to be a kid right now. Oh my so, gosh, yeah. So yeah, like that. That's definitely yeah. That'd be my recommendation for this week. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah I love it. Um, <laughs> I guess I have a a couple that are sort of tied together. Um, Ooh, yes, a- another like <clears throat> like feely good kind of a thing <laughs> is um, you know, if you see other uh, if you see other parents struggling with something um just offer to help them out you know it's more just like and and the reason why I mention it is because the other day I was at Costco because I'm always at Costco (laughs) Uh, and um I saw this dad who was trying to get he was trying to get one of those like really big sheds Mm. you know that you can Mm -hmm. put in the back and store Mm -hmm. like a whole bunch of stuff but it was like really heavy and he was having a hard time putting it on the um on the cart. And so I like just went up to him. I was like, Hey, can I help you out? Can I like hold this, you know, hold the cart for you while you push it on? He's like, Oh yeah, that'd be so great. Cause his kid was like really little and couldn't help him. Oh. Um, and so I helped him get it on. I'm sure he got it into the car somehow. I didn't follow him out to the car. Um, but so that like made me feel good. And then I was actually there to buy like a deck box to put all of our tools in at home. And so as I was leaving Costco and I had like this huge cart with the deck box in it, as well as the cart with Kai in it, I'm like trying to push um, both of them out to the parking lot. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, this other family comes up to me and they're like, you know, we have extra hands. Can I help you? I was like, oh, that would be so helpful. That's so nice. Um, And so I was just, I don't know. It was just a Costco trip full of like, so many feel good things where like I was helping this dad and this mom was helping me and it was like all happening all at the same time and so she like even helped me put it into my car (laughs) it was a pretty big deck box um but I don't know so just you know I feel like in in a world where I feel like we we (laughs) try to avoid strangers um Help your fellow parent out. Sometimes For sure. I love that. It. Yeah. You know, um, but the other thing <laughs> is that, you know, Costco also just material related right now, Costco selling this like cooling blanket, <gasps> which for the hot months of summer feels amazing. Like it actually feels cool on your skin. I don't remember what it's called or anything, um, but it's it's at Costco right now and it feels great. I love that you mentioned this blanket because our favorite winter blanket is one that you recommended to us from Costco. <laughs> that like thick, heavy, fuzzy one. Yes. The super yes. soft, fluff one. Yes. Oh. It's amazing. Okay. So yeah, summer version of that is this like nice cooling one. It's like light and then one side is cotton. So it lets out heat and it's it's just, it's wonderful. We have a Ooh. Japanese version of it too, but I, I bought one of the Costco ones because it's it's great very cool yeah so yeah my my recs are all Costco related today (laughs) (laughs) we're just gonna we're eventually one of these days we're just gonna have like a compilation episode of Costco's greatest tits oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna like clip all the Costco recommendations into one episode (laughs) it's gonna like fill a whole episode honestly probably i i love costco both ryan and i love costco we go just for fun this is like making me want to make cutting fruit pod merch that has to do with costco 
Yes, <laughs> Kirkland. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So good. so good. Oh, wait, hold on. I had another. I had another wreck, but I forgot what it was. It's okay. I'll just remember it for later. Yeah. It was. It, it had to do. It had to do with with um AAPI month. Ooh. But, I don't remember what it was, but honestly, let's just recommend Mochi Kids for AAP Month because it is, right? It's Asian women owned. It sure is. And it's hecka cute. And I saw that there's a Lumpia shirt now. Oh my gosh. Yes. So, spoiler alert. I got one for you. Oh my God. No, you didn't. No, I, I, it's, it's pre-ordered, but I got one for you because I saw it was like, (laughs) I'm so excited. Filipino friend. I'm so excited. (laughs) Best spoiler alert ever. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's the best place for, for presents and stuff. We love it so much. Yes. And if you're ever visiting SLC, you got to check out their store because it's so dang cute. Yes. And now, okay, so also right next to Mochi Kids, they opened, um, like, I guess is the number one most popular, um, like, boba shop in Taiwan called Jingfu Tang. Gasp. Is it delicious? It's delicious. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Every single time we're, like, on that street on 9th and 9th, yeah. Ryan is like, let's get boba. <laughs> Yes, it's so good. They make the boba there. And <gasps> it's so chewy and delicious. Oh it's, it's so good. So yeah, wow. it's that's a come up place to go. Yeah, but yeah. So lot lots of wrecks for this week because <laughs> <laughs> we're just vibing with everything. With what it yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so. Thanks for hanging out. Next episode, um, I'm kind of excited. I'm kind of curious to see what we come up with talking mm-hmm. about. I really do. Like, I want to talk. I It's because it is Asian American. Uh, what was it? Asian American Native Hawaiian Pacific Islander Month. There we go. <laughs> um, I, You know, I do like, I want to, like, I know we've, we have, and I'm, I know we will talk so much about, like, the different, um, you know, like, just generational things that we want to break and like, you know, what we want to change moving forward from our, like, you know, but I also like next week, I want to know what what we want to continue, like what we want to celebrate from what we learned from our, like our parents and our, you know, and our distinct cultures, like, Mm -hmm. cause there is, there's still so much, like there's so much awesomeness, so much good, so much good, especially in terms of like, family and like raising kids and like being moms like I've yeah I've gained so much even like you know even with like what I want to I guess not even not even like improve on but like build upon yeah I I want I'm excited to hear like what what are those like foundational things Mm -hmm. that we're going to continue for our kids so yes stay tuned y'all yep we'll see you then see you next time Mm -hmm.